Good morning and welcome to the Crosstower Morning Call. Today is Monday, December 20th. Uh, I am trader Chad Steinlust. I have with me data scientist Catherine Webb. Let's take a look at what's going on in the markets today. So far, it is looking a bit like a bloody Monday uh, and a bit of cold for Christmas. Over the weekend, uh, we had some news that uh, Senator Manchin was going to uh, torpedo the Build Back Better bill, or, or you know, not vote for it in its current form, which is essentially, you know, at at the best delaying it significantly, and at the worst, really um, kind of putting a knife in it. It's been this it's been a back and forth for a while, um, and also we've just seen a a very quick spread of the Omicron variant um, across. Europe, especially the UK, and really in uh, in the US as well. Uh, so far, it seems like the severity of the symptoms isn't that bad. However, the spread is is very fast, um, and so we're seeing cases ramp up very quickly. That's definitely causing a lot of anxiety in the markets. We had uh, futures open last night. Uh, relatively unchanged, and then were sold very quickly, seeing small and mid caps uh, taking the brunt of the selling in, in the macro space. Uh, crypto was holding up for a little while and then kind of joined the selling party by the time uh, Europe opened. We're seeing just kind of a broad risk off across all assets. Um, the only thing holding up right now are, you know, the stay at home stocks like the Zoom videos of the world. Um, Right now, the U.S. dollar is still uh, is not really going up as you would expect it to in, in a risk-off scenario, um, you know, same with the treasuries. Uh, so what it appears to me is that we have just kind of this, this global risk-off where, um, you know, the U.S. dollar doesn't look like it's going up, but that's just because all fiat currencies are actually a little bit stronger together uh, as all risk assets are being sold. Um, we see we have come off our lowest levels of the day uh, as we're as we're taping this pre-open uh, U.S. market time, and we will see if there's any dip buying. Um, however, right now it looks like uh, anxiety and and selling is is prevailing, so it's going to be a rough way to start Christmas week. Uh, no Santa Claus rally for us, uh, but we'll see how it goes from here. Uh, Catherine, let's see what's going on in the news. Thank you, Chad. So MicroStrategy's Chief Executive Officer, Michael Saylor, has revealed that the company on the company's investor call today with shareholders that the company is looking for ways to generate yield on its Bitcoin holdings. Saylor stated that while the company hasn't taken any formal step yet, there may be opportunities to either put a mortgage against it or to generate long-term debt under favorable circumstances, which could leverage up the Bitcoin, or if we think we could lend it to a trusted, trustworthy counterparty. So MicroStrategy is potentially looking for the right partner company to lend out its Bitcoin holdings, or alternatively, Sailor has noted that they could develop their own interest earning application. The Financial Stability Oversight Committee has released their 2021 annual report, which recommends that federal and state regulators continue to scrutinize digital assets for potential risk to the financial system. The committee has recommended that its member agencies consider the President's Working Group's report on stablecoins, which recommended limiting stablecoin issuance to, to issued dispensary institutions. The report went further to state that the Council will also be prepared to consider steps available to address risks outlined in the PWG report on stablecoins in the event that comprehensive leg legislation is not enacted. 
The report also calls for regulators to collaborate and coordinate where their mandates intersect when it comes to issues relating to digital assets. The report states that the use of digital assets as an investment institute instrument remains limited and may not be appropriate for many investors due to their volatile price action. The report also outlines risks associated with DeFi, including market value fluctuations and overleveraged um, investors. It also cites operational risk, including on and off ramps between DeFi and traditional finance, as well as cybersecurity. Grim Finance, a DeFi protocol on Phantom, has been hacked for 30 million uh, US dollars worth of Phantom tokens yesterday. Most of these tokens have already been traded for USDC and DAI using DEXs on Phantom. The hacker entered a malicious, a malicious token soft contract, which gained control over the smart contract um, assets and then used five re-entrancy loops in order to exploit the protocol's vault, vault smart contract. Um, as the, as, the ex, sorry, as the exploit was found in the smart contract, it meant that all the vaults and all the depositive funds are currently at risk, with the protocol asking their users to remove the funds immediately. The protocol treated more details on the exploit and have paused all the vaults to prevent any future funds being at risk. The protocol has also contacted Circle and Dai and some other decentralized exchanges in, regarding the attack to potentially freeze any further transactions. Next up, Vanek has filed an M1A form with the SEC for a newly active ETF called the Vanek Gold and Bitcoin Strategy ETF. The, the filing states that the sorry, the filing states that both the ticker and fees are yet to be decided, but it has an effective start date of March the second. The fund will be actively managed and will provide exposure to both Bitcoin and gold via exchange-traded gold future contracts, Bitcoin future contracts, exchange-traded and over-the-counter gold-linked instruments, and pooled investment vehicles. Next up, we have some funding news. Polygon and 776 have jointly launched a $200 million fund to invest in web-free social media and gaming products. Uh, Figment has raised 110 million in Series 3 fund, Series C fundraiser round and now has $1.4 billion valuation. The funding round was left by Thomas Bravo and included Morgan Stanley, Parify, Avon, Binance, Bitstamp, and Binance US. The funding will be used to help the company and to add support for staking across more proof of stake blockchains. Uh, next up, some mining news. Stronghold Digital Mining has entered into four separate agreements to acquire 9,800 Bitmain and MicroBT Bitcoin miners. They will have an aggregated hash rate capacity of 826 pentahashes per second, and Stronghold expects delivery by the first half of 2022. Stronghold currently has 48,000 miners either installed or on purchase agreements with a the hash rate of 5.2 exahashes per second. Stronghold has also entered an agreement um, for equipment financing with New York Dig for approximately 54 million, with the company receiving 18.6 million as the first advance. The aggregated principal on the um, outstanding loan will be 9.85% and will will be repaid over the next 24 months. The debt is collateralized by the purchase of 12,000 miners from Bitmain. In other news, Polkadot has announced the first five parachains have gone live on the Polkadot network. Um, these are Akada, Moonbeam, Parallel Finance, A-Star, and Clover. 
Also, Uniswap 3 has been approved by the community to be deployed on Polygon. The, the proposal was passed via an on-train vote with a 99.3% consensus, which saw participation from over 72 million users. The development will be supported by a $20 million fund with 15 million going to long-term liquidity mining campaigns and 5 million to overall adoption. And finally, Adidas Original has earned um, nearly 6,000 ETH from its collection into the Metaverse NFT drop, which was partnership with Board 8 Yacht Club. And that's all the news I have for you. I'll pass you back over to Chad. Have a nice day, everyone. Okay, uh, well, okay, that's everything we have for you today. Um, I hope everyone has a wonderful day. If you could follow Cross Tower across all social media platforms uh, for more of this market content. Thanks very much. Goodbye.